0: Hey, good morning, family. It's July. That means that I'm on vacation. So this morning, I want to share with you a sermon that I preached just a few months ago. Okay? I hope you enjoy it. Well, good morning, family. How's your eyesight? Can you see okay? Do you wear glasses like me or contacts? Have you undergone surgery to correct your vision problems? The reason I ask is because today's gospel is the story of an encounter between Jesus and a blind man named Bartimaeus. Now, as you'll hear in our reading, he was the son of a man named Timaeus. The prefix bar in Hebrew means son of, so Bartimaeus is the son of Timaeus. Well, let's not get sidetracked. Instead, let's go to the city of Jericho and watch what Jesus says and does. Are you ready? Our story is found in Mark chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus and his followers came into Jericho. As Jesus was leaving Jericho, together with his disciples and a sizable crowd, a blind beggar named Bartimaeus, Timaeus' son, was sitting beside the road. When he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was there, he began to shout, Jesus, Son of David, show me mercy. Many scolded him, telling him to be quiet, but he shouted even louder, Son of David, show me mercy. Jesus stopped and said, Call him forward. They called the blind man, Be encouraged, get up, he's calling you. Throwing his coat to the side, he jumped up and came to Jesus. Jesus asked him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Teacher, I want to see. Jesus said, Go, your faith has healed you. At once he was able to see, and he began to follow Jesus on the way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If we were in church today, in addition to this heartwarming gospel story from Mark, we might also read magnificent words from Isaiah, and we would hear comforting words from the letter to the Hebrews. First, Isaiah. The great poet-prophet painted a vivid picture of a depraved society that has turned away from God. He described a whole community contaminated by sin and injustice. It might even sound a bit familiar. There is nothing in his words that would not apply to our times and to our world. The words make chills run down the spine. Here's what he says. Justice is far from us, and righteousness beyond our reach. We expect light, and there is darkness. We await a gleam of light, but walk about in gloom. We grope along the wall like the blind, like those without eyes we grope. We stumble at noonday as if it were twilight, and among the strong as if we were dying. Now with those words in mind, let's think about the story from Mark. Here we see the condition of a blind man, his name Bartimaeus. He sat by the roadside begging, because there was little blind people could do in those days. There was no vocational training. There was no welfare for people with physical challenges. People like Bartimaeus were forced to live at the mercy of others. Well, Bartimaeus heard the crowd around him, and he felt their movement. Something exciting was happening. Everyone around him had known him all his life. To be sure, some were sympathetic to the blind man. No doubt others were indifferent to him, maybe even hostile. Jericho was a small town. People there knew everyone, and they knew everyone's business, too. As the excitement grew, some of the neighbors told Bartimaeus that the commotion was because a man named Jesus from the town of Nazareth was passing by. Now, what happened next is very interesting. Unlike the society living in darkness that Isaiah described, this one man living in darkness reacted as though he had been waiting for Jesus to come. He could not run to Jesus because he could not see. He could not walk because the crowd was so thick. But in his heart, in his spirit, he sensed that it was time. It was, as we say, now or never. From his spot on the side of the road, Bartimaeus shouted words that might have gotten him in trouble. Apparently, he really didn't care. Listen to the words. Jesus, Son of David, show me mercy. Jesus, Son of David, show me mercy. The blind man had heard of Jesus. He knew his name. Everyone was talking about the prophet from Nazareth. The rumor around Jericho was that this Jesus might be the long-awaited Redeemer, the promised one, come to save God's people. But when Bartimaeus said the words, Son of David, well, that immediately positioned Jesus in the line of royal succession. That title, Son of David, identified Jesus as the Messiah. And you can be sure that Jesus' enemies were more than willing to jump on that. They were looking for anything, any reason. To arrest him to claim the title son of david was to lay claim to royal kinship and to the role of the long-awaited messiah well jesus was walking by with his disciples the bystanders who heard bartimaeus shout out to jesus scolded him and told him to be quiet some of them spoke sternly be careful man you'll get yourself in trouble and maybe jesus too I'm sure that others were offended by that title, Son of David. They wanted the blind beggar to just knock it off. But that made Bartimaeus all the more determined, so he shouted even louder. On that dusty road, with all the noise of people and animals, the sound of his voice caused Jesus to stop in his tracks. But I have a hunch that it wasn't Jesus hearing his name that caused him to stop. And I don't think it was hearing the title, Son of David, that arrested Jesus either. No, I think Jesus heard the words that mattered most. Have mercy on me. Words that sprang from a longing and desperate heart. Jesus, have mercy on me. By the way, this plea is often referred to as the Jesus Prayer. Have you heard of it? Have you ever prayed the Jesus Prayer? I mean, doesn't it make sense that if these are the words that truly registered with Jesus, then we should use them in our lives, shouldn't we? Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Or Jesus, Son of God, have mercy on me. This is a wonderful prayer to pray when you don't know what to pray. This is a helpful prayer to pray as we go into our daily situations. It's a beneficial prayer to add to your daily quiet times with God i've even made it into a little song that i sing to myself as i go through my day it keeps me centered on jesus and his work in and through me jesus christ son of the father have mercy on me a sinner i pray these are the words that touch Jesus' heart that get his attention and make him stand still lord have mercy like the touch on the hem of his garment by a woman who is hurting like the cry of the children who were being pushed away. The cry of, Lord, have mercy, stop Jesus in his tracks. When he heard Bartimaeus cry, Jesus responded, Call him forward. Bring him here. The kind-hearted people in the crowd stepped out of the way to create a path to Jesus. They encouraged the blind man by saying, Be encouraged. Get up. Jesus is calling you. Have you ever heard more comforting words? Be encouraged. The Lord has heard your cry. Take heart. Your prayer has reached the ears of Jesus. Be encouraged. You are no longer alone. Take heart. You are not a despised person begging on the roadside. Your request has been heard, and you are being summoned into God's very presence. Aren't these the words that we all want to hear? Each and every one of us who has ever suffered, and who hasn't, right, wants to be heard by someone who has mercy. When sin engulfs us and blocks out the light, when mercy and righteousness cannot reach us, our situation seems hopeless and we need mercy. Now, let's push pause and go back again and listen to the words from Isaiah. Justice is far from us and righteousness beyond our reach. We expect light, and there is darkness. We await a gleam of light, but walk about in gloom. We grope along the wall like the blind, like those without eyes we grope. We stumble at noonday as if it were twilight, and among the strong as if we were dying. By contrast, in our gospel story, Jesus, the embodiment of justice and righteousness, enters Jericho and stands in the middle of the town square. By the way, Mark does not mention any other event in this trip to Jericho, only the story of blind Bartimaeus. It's possible that it was Bartimaeus' faith and his need for mercy that brought Jesus to this time and place. All because Bartimaeus believed. He had no doubts from the beginning that this Jesus was the son of David, the son of God, the Messiah. He knew that Jesus could and would heal him. Back to Isaiah again, in the later verses of today's passage, Isaiah wrote that God looked for a righteous person and could not find one. He was appalled, astonished, that there was no one to intervene or to bring justice and mercy. So what did God do? He intervened. How did God do that? How did God send justice and mercy to us? He sent his son, Jesus. This is what we Christians believe. Now, do you remember a few moments ago when I told you that today in church we would also hear from the book of Hebrews? Well, according to the writer of the book of Hebrews, this is the basic truth of our faith. Jesus is our high priest and healer. He is the one who brings life and light, wholeness and healing to those in need. And this basic truth, the storyline, we get from Mark's gospel. Justice and mercy are needed. And Jesus responds to that need. Jesus brings justice, and he shows mercy. A heart longs for mercy, and Jesus graciously responds to that longing. Darkness is rampant, and then Jesus, the light, comes to dispel the darkness. Now, back to our story. Jesus stopped and asked for Bartimaeus. And Bartimaeus does not hesitate for a second. He threw down the tattered cloak that served as his blanket. He sprang up from his mat with purpose, and he made a beeline for Jesus. Last week, we heard Jesus ask the same question of James and John, who had come to him wanting positions of power in God's coming kingdom. Remember? What do you want me to do for you? Well, we hear the same thing today. Jesus asked Bartimaeus to articulate his need, His desire, Jesus asked, what do you want me to do for you? Teacher, the blind man said, I want to see. Now, some Bible translations add the word again to his request. That word implies that Bartimaeus was not born blind. Now, we didn't see that word in our translation this morning, and I'm not sure that it really matters. Bottom line, here is a man who is blind, and he simply wants to see. And ultimately, Bartimaeus got his wish. He asked, and Jesus answered. He knocked, and the door was opened. Jesus called Bartimaeus to come to him, and he jumped at the chance. And after Bartimaeus articulated his request, Jesus told him, as he said to so many others, Go, your faith has healed you. Go, your faith has made you well. Can you imagine hearing any words more wonderful than these? Go on your way. Your faith has healed you. Very little time had elapsed. The question was asked. The request was granted. The sight was given. And Jesus told him to go. But did you notice that Bartimaeus did not go? He stayed with Jesus. Even though Jesus told him to depart or to go on his way, Bartimaeus joined the crowd of disciples. He could not pull himself away from the source of his light and life. He could not bring himself to part ways with his healer. He was ready to follow Jesus, to walk with Jesus from that point forward. Now, to be honest, we don't know what happened to Bartimaeus after his healing. He disappeared into the mists of time. We don't know if he walked with Jesus all the way to Jerusalem. Part of me wonders if he took part in the triumphal entry into Jerusalem on that very first Palm Sunday. Did he stick with Jesus long enough to witness the agony of Jesus' death on the cross? Truth be told, we don't know. It is possible, you know, that Bartimaeus could have been one of the charter members of the first Christian church in Jerusalem or in his hometown of Jericho. All Mark tells us is that he gained his sight, He received mercy, he received light, and then he followed Jesus. So what about us, right? What are we supposed to learn from this story? What's your takeaway? Well, just like he did for Bartimaeus, Jesus can restore our sight and fill our darkened lives with light. And regardless of whether our darkness is caused by some sort of blindness in us, or by the lack of justice and righteousness around us, Jesus can and will and wants to bring healing and light if we will simply trust him. Do you need light? Do you need mercy? Today, may each of us turn to the God of all light and receive the sight that causes us to see the Son of God in all his compassion and his mercy. And may we follow him on the way, all the way, And may we never fall by the wayside. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Good and gentle God, we bring to you our lives, troubled, broken, or at ease, a sacrificial offering for you to use. Take away our blindness and bring light to our lives. Take away our selfishness and teach us to love as you love. Take away our sense of pride and show us the meaning of humility. Take away our greed and teach us how to give as you give. Show us your ways. Teach us your paths that we might walk with you more closely. Our hand in your hand. Our feet in your footsteps. Help us to be your ministers of justice, righteousness, healing, and hope in this world. Again, Father, we pray for all those who are struggling with illness. We pray especially for those who are afflicted and affected by COVID-19. Give healing, wisdom, and protection, we pray. We pray for everyone dealing with or dreading natural disasters, whether it be fires or floods, hurricanes or storms or drought. We also pray for those who seek refuge, asylum, and safety. Father, you've called us to give your love and your healing to those who desperately need it. Help us to value love. Comfort and care for those who are the last, the least, the lost, and the left out. And now using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus calls his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Was this message helpful to you? If so, will you share this video with at least three friends this week? Also this week, your job is to love at least three people, and make sure at least one of them doesn't deserve it. Why? Because everyone needs love. And everyone needs to know that God loves them, no matter what. Please don't let all the responsibilities and the busyness of life rob you of your joy. With Jesus, we always, always, always have hope. Now receive these words of benediction today. May the Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and grant you his peace. Amen. Amen.